we're, we're back. back. Welcome back to a new episode of Monday with Moms. I'm Tris. I'm Tiff. And we are your hosts. We are pre-recording this episode. We've done back to back. I'm not going to lie. We literally recorded last week's episode. Took like a five minute break to, to take a, a little bit of sips from our drinks. <laughs> and now we're back to record another one because you are currently, Tiff, I know you're sitting in front of me right now, but you are currently probably either coming home from still at the hospital or going through your hysterectomy yes. as so, as this pos- uh, as this, po- this this episode's podcast comes out. Yes. So next Monday, as we're currently recording, I'm having a hysterectomy. Yes. Yeah. So we're gonna pre-record this episode. We're not gonna have a what have you done for self care this week because it was the same thing that we did like five minutes ago on last week's episode. Well, I mean, I guess at that point I'll be um, recovering from surgery. Uh, and not having endometriosis anymore. And that's my self-care. So maybe you should set a goal to like wash your face or do a nighttime skin routine. And that will be your self-care for okay. that week. I will pre-commit to washing my face next week. Good job. Okay. okay. Um, I think what we should talk about this week is in the same week. So this week, because we're making pretend this <laughs> is next week. We're going to pretend. What 100%. we should talk about is married, which is me, dating, which is you. I love it. It's a great time. I'm thoroughly enjoying. I mean, it. my I don't have I don't have all the frills of marriage either. But I mean, nothing is sunshine and rainbows. True. Um. So I guess let's compare. So I I mean, you've been married too. So you've you can speak to both sides. It being all married sucks. and dating. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Um. I have been married for about seven years and I mean it's it's hard but I, I comparing it, it to I guess not being married I guess we'll just talk about my side is you're constantly trying to manage a relationship yes. and then you add on a child so you're managing raising a child but still managing your relationship and you still have to worry about yourself and there's just like like, like you're just juggling a bunch okay. of things but like we said before we started this episode or like I said before we started this episode it's very different if you're both willing to work at the relationship. So if you're wanting to work to make your relationship better and your marriage better and your husband is wanting to make your relationship better and make the marriage work, you're going to make it work. And sometimes it's it, it does take threats to make the other person want to work. I mean, it's not, it's not sunshine and rainbows yeah. all the time. It's not great all the time. But if you're both willing to put in the work... That, that's a big step. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that say like, oh, I'm going to be there for you. But like your words don't mean anything. Your yeah. actions mean something. So if, you, if you're putting in the work and your spouse is putting in the work, that's what you need. And then when it is hard, you'll remember all those times that you did put in the work and that your spouse put in the work. Yeah. Because the lip service is the hardest part. Like, I hate that. I hate it when people are like, oh, but I do this. And oh, but I care about you. Like, if you're not doing anything, it doesn't mean anything. That's true. But you still get that in a marriage where things are going good when you have an argument and you ask for X, Y, Z, and that person will give you X, Y, Z for one to three months. And then it goes back to the same thing. But it goes back to putting in that work, which also ties back to being in a relationship is hard. It's a lot of work. Being married is hard. So hard. And you, yeah. But if you can 
do if if your partner can put in the one to three months and then you can go back and say no you're slacking and they they do it again and they keep working at it that's a big deal because yeah. a lot of people will just keep saying like i'm trying to and i want to and i i'm i need to and i know and i'm sorry and blah blah, blah. they'll put in a lot of words but not a lot of action and i'm a very firm believer and i know not everybody is and you can come at me for this but I'm a very firm believing believer in if you want something, you'll work for it. If you want it, you'll do it. That's true. So, I mean, like, I want to spend time with you, so I'm going to show up for you. Same. So if, I, if I'm if i on the fence about it, I'm going to make excuses. I'm not going to show up. And you're going to know that. You know, if I'm like, oh, I'm just not feeling it and I don't show up, you're going to know. Yeah. You, but also at the same time, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to need to reschedule because I'm super sick, you're going to know that because of the relationship, you know, and I, it's just, it's very different. Yeah. I mean, comparing it to what, what, what I don't know about is going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get to this breaking point where you're like, I really can't do this anymore. One of us is not working at this anymore Mm -hmm. and you call it quits. Um, and then there's that trendi- transition of having this person around. And you've experienced with your with your ex-husband, you've yeah. experienced dating, breaking up, dating, breaking up, married, and now mm-hmm. divorced. So you've been back and forth. And um, is, is it like when you compare the times that you weren't together to when you were together, is there, I mean, what, what made it this last time around like it for you? Like, you know, at this point, there's nothing more to work at. Um, I feel like maybe it's just a level of crazy. Okay. Like it was just a whole new level of this can't be my life. Okay. And then at some point it was just like, I, I can't do this forever. And it, it's just so much that you just, I don't, I mean, everybody has their, their small struggles, right? Like you're not helping me clean up the house and you're mm-hmm. not you know, helping with the kids and you're not doing this, you're not taking out the garbage, whatever. We all have our, our struggles and they're all relevant. But then for me, it just got to be this huge thing where I I got to be like afraid, like legit afraid. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sleeping. And at some point I was just like, this can't be my life. My life cannot be afraid that I'm going to be a newspaper article. Mm -hmm. That's deep. I just, I know it's going to sound really like wild, but I just kept thinking like, I can't be Susan Powell. I can't be like that, that newspaper headline of something like super crazy that happened. Mm -hmm. And that was it for me. And I feel like it probably should have been it way before that because that's not I don't feel like that's a normal like everybody's response like a breaking point right like yeah. I feel like every like normal people's breaking points is probably way before that but mine was literally like I cannot be a newspaper headline like that cannot be my kid's life yeah that's a big step because I know a lot of people stay together for the kids right and um it's not it's not always the best thing yeah. Well, you, you I mean, you can speak for that because you, 
ending it was, it was i mean in this case i can see it was for better because it also made you a better person it made you mm-hmm. a better mom and and you're not miserable or sad or depressed or anxious and and the, regardless i even as my son is f- about to turn four i know he can sense when i'm upset when i'm irritated oh yeah he, even he shuts down They're when so i yeah smart. and it's when when you know a parent will tell me well, not a parent, but like someone would be like, oh, he's only seven. He doesn't he doesn't know any better. They absolutely know better. They can sense it. Not only can they sense it, but I feel like people always think, oh, my, like they're not even paying attention. They're only three or four. And they do. I they mean, do. Kids do pay attention. They understand so much more than we give them credit for. Absolutely. The things that I can see, just the things that are not important in the day to day that he listens to and picks mm-hmm. up and repeats they're constantly paying it. It's scary how much they pay attention, actually. Yeah, and we just, as a society, seem to be kind of oblivious to it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's it. Either way, whether you're working on a, a continuously working on a marriage, because marriage is not easy for anybody. There's always going to be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening and you have some type of perfect relationship, good for you. I um, would love to hear about <laughs> it. Actually, I would love to hear what you do to make the perfect relationship because i am genuinely curious Tiffany is out there looking for all the best practices to I d- be in I a am. perfect relationship i can't give her advice i'm constantly <laughs> working at it there's at least once a week where i i call her and i'm like i'm about to drop the d word on this guy <laughs> um and it's for the it's for petty things and sometimes it's just spiteful because right now we are at a point where i'm working full time and still you know my life hasn't changed it's not spiteful it's resentful you're resentful because you're working so hard and you don't feel like your partner is working so hard it's not spite it's resent it's resentment yeah and i would much rather be at home not working and spending as much time with my child also resentment you're resenting the fact that he gets to be here and you don't yeah so it's that that is our current struggle where yeah that resentment is happening Mm -hmm. and that's something that we're working on and we continue to work on but at the end of the day like you said is i'm working on it and we're communicating and we're continuing to push through it and work through this current hard time where i'm just like you don't have a job i have a job and that's that's marriage and that's life you know there's going to be times where you have to you have to be the mule like pulling the load and then there's going to be some times where you can't and then he has to and that's supposed to be what marriage is yeah but same i mean turning it back to you is getting out there and putting yourself out there and dating is just like it's probably even harder work because you're just having to like meet people and start conversations and get to know people what's your favorite food what do you like to do for fun whereas like my least favorite question is what do you like to take a guess what do you like to do for fun oh uh, i mean that's top five my most hated question is what's your favorite color people ask that and nobody gives a shit what your favorite color is okay like i love you i've known you for years i don't know what your favorite color is wait wait that's a that's something that's a that's question people a question. ask when they're dating yes and i i hate it so much and it doesn't make any sense why i hate it so much but it's just like it's so dumb and it's not relevant to your life at all because like i said i've i've known you forever and i love you and like i would take yeah. a bullet for you yeah and i don't know what your favorite i mean color the most is. i would do with that favorite color is maybe like buy you flowers in that favorite color 
Um, but most of the time you can't even do that because I don't even think you can buy flowers in my favorite color because I also feel like you probably also don't know what my favorite color is. I, is it black? No. What color flower That's what is... I'm saying. That's my point. What's your favorite color? We've known each other for so long and we're so close and we're such good friends and we don't know each Wait, other's Wait, what is colors. your favorite color? My favorite color is teal or That's Tiffany right. blue. No, you're right. You're right. I remember that now. What is your favorite color? I don't know. It changes. Usually I feel it's red like or at green. some point it was like a purple. No. And then I feel like I was like, oh, maybe I was wrong. No. It's like usually red or maybe a green. Oh, so Christmas. Sometimes it's yellow. I don't know. I don't really have. It just See, depends. This is my point. Like that's my most hated dating question what makes it's so it's so irrelevant yeah um and like nobody really cares and i get so sick of going on dates when people ask like very basic things like what do you like to do for fun everybody lies when they like to do for fun like as adults for fun we like to like sit in quiet and watch tv and be able to over drink too much on a tuesday i mean like what yeah. are we doing you for fun? Like, we all lie. We're like, I love to hike. I love to read. Some people like to hike. I mean, I do like to hike. I do like to read. But it's but, but you I would mean, choose like, like hanging out and judging. I would still choose laying on my couch, drinking too much and watching TV because it's so much why easier. Why can't people just be honest when they're dating? See, this is why this is a I partially... mean, I feel like I do say that. And then I feel like people are like, oh, I'm like, oh. Reasons that I almost refuse to stop working on my relationship to get a divorce one i don't think i could date again if anything i'd probably scare people away with how comfortable i am to just talking to people um, now whereas I, yeah. in the, you know in the in the beginning honeymoon phases you hide all your insecurities and some of your bad habits or disgusting habits and i just i, I love don't care that you say that i don't do any of those things really no good I'm for just you like this is what it is and then it it's awkward because I'm just like, this is who I am. And then people will probably be putting their best foot forward. And I'm still like, I don't know. I'm still skeptical. Number two, building trust is scary. It is scary. I mean, it's oh, it's a, probably a continuous thing of, of continuing to trust your partner. Like, who knows? My husband could be, I don't know, like. A serial killer. Yeah. I mean, he never leaves the house, <laughs> so I don't know how he would do that. Um, but having to build trust in somebody is also really hard. I a hundred percent agree. Um, and it kind of goes, goes twofold because sometimes I feel like I trust really easily mm-hmm. and I throw a lot of trust at people and then it ends up backfiring or I'm not very trusting and then they get annoyed that I don't trust them. That makes sense. But it's really hard to find that balance because apparently my I don't know, radar is broken. Hmm. So I trust people people too much that I shouldn't. <laughs> and maybe don't trust people that I maybe should. Because I'm used to the chaos and the crazy. And so that's kind of where I gravitate. Yeah, I can see that sometimes. So maybe I'm like, oh, well, you seem like incredibly chill and quiet. Now I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. Um which I don't feel like is healthy, but it's just, that's my, my way. I'm so used to the chaos that I don't know how to respond to normal. That, and I feel like when you're with someone, sorry, we're going back and forth from our experiences, <laughs> is when you put so much time and effort, and I'm, I'm going to flat out say it, when you train your partner of how mm. you like things and how yeah. you prefer things, and 
I just don't want to start over on that. No, I agree. Because um, even now that I'm going through a divorce, sometimes I'll like see things and I just want to be like, you're welcome. Like I did that. I made that happen for you. It's been years. Yeah. Teaching him those things. That's why he opens your door. You're welcome. That's true, though. Um, Which is stupid. And I mean, it doesn't like happen often. But every once in a while, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I did that. He didn't used to do that. And then I made him do that. And now you're getting to have the benefits that I didn't get to have from that. So good for you. (laughs) Um, But then I also remember that like, oh, yeah, there's all these other things I don't like. So good for you on that, too. But it's also interesting because... um, in between your on and off dating with your ex married mm-hmm. um dating has changed so much i, I mean obviously Ugh. when we interact with the younger generation i can't believe we're saying the younger generation we're becoming Maybe that just people don't. we are the younger generation <laughs> it's like we're in our these... 30s we're we're the young generation i mean you have to you, you have to get with it or not because even at our age if we went back into dating we're basically doing apps oh i love that you say if we do it like i'm not I mean, I'm not doing apps. Um, the few times I have tried apps, it's been unsuccessful. Awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, successful. I've gotten you yes, know dates true. the same day. Um, but I feel like successful in getting dates and being decent and going somewhere are very different things. I've been on a lot of first dates. A lot of first dates. Mm-hmm. Not, any second dates? We think we talked about this. No second dates Mm-mm. recently. No. No. Mm. Um, I haven't been on any married dates recently either. So we're both not really getting taken out on well, dates. you know what? You should. Uh, you took me out on a date. Um, yeah. And I, I really appreciated that. Also, I'm going to be um, reaching out to your husband later and being like, um, excuse me, if I'm the only one dating your wife, like, what do we need you for? That's true. I mean, you seem pretty well trained. Maybe so I am. He could be, repl- Maybe he could be replaceable. Maybe that's a new thread I should use. Just kidding. <laughs> Tiffany is going to do like so many things you're not going to do. Mm-hmm. I fold the laundry. <laughs> she can cook. She cleans the toilets. That's true. I don't like cleaning toilets. She'll take me out on dates. Yeah. But no, I think it's, I mean, I'm not, I, I, I'm not that I'm, at all near or discussing or anything divorce but i'm just comparing it to what no, you're going and nobody through. thinks that's really true yeah um but like i wouldn't even you still for- should be dating though yeah and it's something again that we're working on and i mean obviously now that he doesn't he doesn't work we there's not a lot of excuse but um yeah it's something that we do but are you on. both putting in the effort we're putting in the effort in different areas like we're putting in the effort to communicate better but the dating part. No. Okay. Well, maybe that's, maybe your list. And I'll let him know that's on his list. Okay. Just go up to him and be like, I'm going to let you know. This is your list, your to-do list for this week. Number one, take your wife out on a date. Just do it. What is your, what's your, what's your thing about you being, you out there dating? What's your task? What's on your list? I don't. I don't have a dating list for this week. Yeah, you're. In, you're I'm gonna have to do surgery this week, so I'm gonna say um, my list for this week is just um, to heal survival. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my list. Um, you know, but in six to eight weeks, 
<laughs> you're gonna get back out there uh yeah but, i mean that's another that's hard thing weeks. between you and i <laughs> like i mean this is what so basically as we speak as she's healing i am i plan on being your support system because and i love you for that because you need it like usually you would rely on your significant other or partner and that's me and i don't feel like you realize so i guess me in particular i i am tough and i am strong 100 toot my own horn there um but there are like a few things every once in a while that pop up where you're like oh i really could use another person for this yeah and i feel like this is one of those things where i'm like oh yeah this would be really nice to have a support person. Not that I don't love you, but you know what I mean. No, but it would be nice to have a significant other in those times where it's like, you know, October is my favorite month and I'm having surgery and it's my birthday and then I'm still going to spend a decent amount of all of that alone. You even talk about that for the holidays, though, Tiff. Like we, this is where... And yes, yeah. I have talked about that where I'm like, cool so thanksgiving my kids will be with their dad and then christmas i have to give them up at 11 and yeah all of those things suck they all suck they yes and this is where i you if you're listening and struggling or anything like whenever you talk about this to me and i think oh i'm so annoyed with him right now for like the petty things that we talked about like the not taking out the trash mm-hmm. or or being remembering something that I said and like forgetting about it. But I'm like, well, you know what? Like if you put in that extra work and communicate, mm-hmm. especially in my relationship, the when you talk about your microwave or your stove or something, dishwasher was broken recently. My dishwasher was broken. I paid to fix it. Then my microwave went out. It's still out. But yes, you're right. Because then nobody's going to fix it but me. Yeah. Nobody's going to help me. I have no knight in shining armor. I mean, you may not. I didn't say knight in shining armor because my husband well, can. Maybe fix you a have a knight thing. in tinfoil, but you okay. have something. That's sh- I have. You a, have tinfoil. I have a knight in tinfoil because yeah. he is really good with fixing things, and I, I probably should just send them over there. Now that he doesn't have a job, so um, I can have <laughs> but, him take a look at it. I mean, I I just have me. And yeah. You may not have a shining armor knight, but you have a knight in tinfoil, and that's yeah. that's still something. But that also helps me look back in bigger perspective on like just because he's not listening to xyz that i tell him which is things that can be fixed is the opposite of it is you be alone and you're not gonna have to spend christmas alone yeah i mean not to say that's why you, one should be in a relationship but it's it's a benefit no, i 100 percent get it because that is um that is one thing that i've been telling my friends for months like i just like i'm so sick of dating but i I don't want to spend the holidays alone. I don't want to be alone on Christmas. And then I've had so many friends like, oh, you can be with us on Christmas. It's not the same. But I don't really know actually what's more sad to be alone on Christmas or to be like the fifth wheel to somebody else's family on Christmas where it's like my friend and her husband and their kids and then I'm just there. I'm not, I think that actually, I don't know. I don't know if that's better or worse than just being alone on Christmas when I have to take my kids to their dads. It's a real coin toss um both options are not great i mean i love that my friends are offering um and i super appreciate you would do the same thing though i 100 you you know you wouldn't feel and i do i do i do offer those things uh like thanksgiving and things um but it's just 
and I never really got it, I guess, until like last year. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah. Because when my kids were little, we would split the hall. We would split Christmas. I always had Thanksgiving, but we always split Christmas. And the years that he got Christmas morning, I would celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve with the mm-hmm. kids. And we would just celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And we would do, you know, vice versa. So that we both got to have that Christmas morning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just felt like switching in the middle of the day was too hard when they were little. Mm-hmm. So we, I just kind of came up with this plan that we would do. Like I had Christmas Eve and we'd celebrate Christmas and you had Christmas Day and we'd celebrate Christmas and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but now that they're older, like they don't really believe like, oh, Santa came a day early. Like, you know, they don't, they don't buy that. Yeah. So we have to actually split christmas day and i didn't think it would really bug me as much as it does this will be actually my first thanksgiving ever without having my kids you're not gonna have them i won't because i thought my uh, surgery was going to be the week before thanksgiving so i already told my ex that he could have them and we would switch um and i will still be recovering at that point but uh this will be my first Thanksgiving ever without my kids. Do you want my kid? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I may show up at your house some in some point just to be like, I need to just hug a baby. So <laughs> be prepared. He's up for grabs. <clears throat> and you're welcome to come here. I mean, I, we kind of, same as you would think, as you consider people family, that's what you would be. So you're welcome to come here. I mean, I do love you for I might that. have my in-laws here, so maybe I just might go to your house and we can spend Thanksgiving <laughs> together. Just hang out in my bed with me. Um, I do no. have such a good bed. I love that we're always talking about hanging out in my bed because my bed is so good. <laughs> and mostly because there's always teenagers on my couch. Um, but I do have just a really good bed. Yeah. But the else, I mean, the perks. So obviously we talk about our different experience of I just bitch to you about my marriage and you complain about being single most of the time so we see the pros and cons of it where i'm like oh this mm-hmm. is probably why it could be fun to be single but then you also can get the real <clears throat> it all sucks yeah it, there there's like roller coaster yeah it, there's good like, days bad there's days no to the minute it, you can have a good few minutes mm-hmm. and then boom you're pissed yeah. for like an hour or days <laughs> days i mean at least um when you get annoyed with your husband, you like recover within hours ish. And then, you know, as being a single person, I'm like, well, I have no attachment to you. So move it on. Yeah. Um, which is also hard. I don't know. It's all hard. Everything sucks. It's hard. Remember when you were a kid and you just wanted to be a grown up? Yeah. Like I remember vividly seeing my mom as like a 32, a 33 year old woman. Mm-hmm. I remember her like, in the 90s like her weird colored outfits with all these polka dots and the purple heels that match the dress which i never understood but anyway i just remember like seeing that and thinking like she just really had like she was like a real grown-up like Mm -hmm. when i'm her age when i'm 32 i'm gonna have like i'm gonna be a real grown-up i'm gonna have all my shit together and now i'm you know almost 36 and i'm like i i don't feel like a real grown-up at all and i don't have anything together (laughs) And then I almost want to call back to my mom and be like, remember where you had that purple polka dot thing with the matching shoes and you seemed like you had things together? Did you really have things together? Because I don't feel like you really did because I don't have things together. 
Like, when is the age when you feel like you're actually an adult? Like, when is the real, like, oh, this is when I was, I'm a real adult. Because I thought that was 30. And now I'm 30, almost 36. And I still don't feel like I'm an adult adult. Like, I I don't even feel like I'm an adult. Like, when do we feel like we're adults? I don't, I mean, I'll let you know if I, I mean, I'm older than you. So when my time comes, I'll let you know it's just right around the corner. Maybe. If it happens. So I used to think it was 30. And then I started thinking it was 50, but then also, um, like, I have friends that are older, and then, like... Uh, yeah, they don't have their stuff together they either. They don't, like, when... Like, I don't know. Does anybody ever get their stuff together? I would really like to know. If you're following any of our things, like, drop your age, and does Let anybody ever have, have it together? together? Do, do we just always just fake it until you make it, but nobody ever makes it, and then we're just on our deathbed at 80 years old being like, I don't know. I still don't know what it I'm doing. It is what it is. Here but would are. you going through both both dating and marriage and divorce would you get married again no i don't think so i don't think i would i don't think i would either and I've, i'm already married like i know but even without getting divorced i wouldn't want to do it again you know i would like to say maybe if i found the right person i would but i don't even know if that's a real thing i feel like maybe at some point you're just like I'm really messed up and you're really messed up and like I can deal with your crazy and you can deal with my crazy and we'll just see how that goes and then that's where you go from there um it's just a lot involved and but when you get married then it's like you know it's like a legal document and you have to go to court and it's like a lot of work and it's also expensive so expensive and it's so much time I don't know. I like, can't believe I, how easy it is to get married and then how hard and expensive it can be to get divorced. You know, so I guess I'm twofold. I have a one side of me that is like, no, it's too much work. I don't want to get married again. It's too hard and expensive and drama and I don't want to do it. But then somewhere in like the very back, back, back part of my mind, I just kind of hope that there will be someone that comes along that will like make me think differently about it mm-hmm. and then I get that for like a good 30 seconds and then like the smart part of me like smacks me in my face and it's like <laughs> don't be dumb that's not gonna happen for you it could though <laughs> but it won't um so no probably not I don't think I will get married again so I feel like I'll have those moments where I'm like oh maybe and then like all of a sudden I'll get that like no no just kidding so that was dumb. I'll just continue to get, continue being married, and you'll just continue dating, and we'll be married and dating. That sounds rough. I don't know if I want to continue being dating. Maybe I can just be alone. I can be like Samantha. You know that's why you should watch Sex and the City. I'll be like Samantha. My kids will be grown, and I can be Samantha from Sex and the City. <clears throat> Hopefully, we'll we will be watching this as this podcast comes out, so I can actually understand what you're saying she just never really got married and was more focused on herself and just went out and had a lot of fun yeah and you know i'll be under 40 when my kids are gone and maybe i'll be samantha i mean i don't know i never had a one night stand in my whole life but maybe at some point i could be samantha all right well stay tuned if (laughs) tiffany will ever end up having a one night stand um that on that note as i continue to stay married and you continue dating (laughs) this ends our episode this week uh i hope uh tiffany if you're listening 
out there that you're healing and feeling better sitting right in front of you <laughs> um i wish you the best of luck during your surgery thank you and your healing process even though i'll be with you every step I was gonna of the say, way but you'll be there so anyways thanks for tuning in follow us on monday at mom's <laughs> dm us if you're listening to these episodes uh, we want feedback message us if you have questions message us if you have your stuff together <laughs> message us if you're married or going through a divorce we want insight um yeah just talk to us because <laughs> at this point we're just talking to each other every day which is not bad i mean we do love each other we do anyway stay tuned thank you for listening and we will see you next week for a new episode bye, bye.